been? It's been months. Are you okay? Am are you I, ready? Am, are you okay? Are you ready? Uh, uh, yeah. I'm making sure you're okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, so when you start asking me questions, I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to do? <laughs> Jeez, oh, just, someone's trying. I to, imagine because I was trying to, I was trying to approach it like it was a sex. Like we we're about to, like, are you ready? Are you yeah. okay? Like, are you prepared? And you're like, yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine. I don't have to imagine. I've lived it, Beebs. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out why you're asking me yeah, why yeah. I'm okay. Because in my head, I'm thinking you're about to do something to make me not okay, and so I'm bracing oh. myself. <laughs> so you're just a very suspicious person. Suspicious or yeah, optimistically cautious. Uh. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Usually, it's cautiously optimistic. It's optimistically cautious. Optimistically you know, I like, cautious. I like that. It's the next. It's the next name of your next podcast, girl. I can't wait. Uh, hi, I'm Megan Tanjas. This is Keith Batista, and this is Adventures in Remating. Adventures in Remating, a podcast about a couple of, of friends. friends. <laughs> It's uh, it's been a while since we posted. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, to be fair, we gave you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes, so there hundreds. was something to go back through. Although I do get messages from people being like, "The first episode's not up," and I gotta find that. I think it's on SoundCloud somewhere. I'll figure it out. Um, but hi, it's been a minute. We've been, you know, I guess to catch you up, we've just been riding out the wave of a pandemic. When was the last time we? January. Probably. And it's. April? Yeah. It had to be January because February, March yeah. were... I don't know how it became a cave in here. It just got so dark and also <laughs> we had to stop recording for a minute. So there we might did. be a bit of a jump. You know... Do you know where we left off? Listen, don't worry about it because Mama's an editor, okay? So Mama's going to bring it back together. It's going to make sense. Yeah. Uh... The card was full. So we're back. Hi. 30 seconds into been the doing new this podcast. Almost 10 years. Yeah, girl. We've been doing this <laughs> a long time. Um, and you know, uh, what it's taught me is the humility of knowing that no matter how prepared you think you are or what you think you can do, technology will always remind you, bitch, I run this shit. Okay? Um, you were saying that it must have been January because February and March were very stressful. Oh, so, yeah. The last time we recorded. Yeah, an the last time we recorded, was, I think, was back in January. Yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, it's been a minute. And yeah, and then there were, there were, you know, occasionally I'd be like, we should do a podcast, but also like neither of us really was like forcing it. And you were also dealing with school stuff. Oh, yeah. I was, well, yeah, the reason I was. Did we intro ourselves? Did that get through? I think so. Yeah. All right. I believe so. What was I just about to say? <laughs> Today's 420, guys. So and it's 420. Uh, I haven't done anything yet today, but I think thing. my brain's already, <laughs> it's already ahead, of, ahead of me a little bit, you know? I get it. Um, yeah, no, I was working on my college essay for my, my personal statement, specifically for, for, yeah. for graduate school, and it uh, destroyed me. It broke you down a little bit, a little exfoliation. Yeah, yeah, I got, um, uh, I can say that I'm glad I'm in therapy. Mm-hmm. Because there was a bad... I mean, I can, we can get real real about this. We can. Right away. I uh, mean, why not? Listen, this is our podcast. We do what we want. So this is a, a quick update. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just... The, the lowest part of, of February and March was when I was trying to work on my essay and 
I was just wrapped up in emotion. Mm. And I felt, for the first time in a long time, like complete hopelessness. Mm. That's what my therapist said, described it as. Because I was like, ooh, I was about to say her name. Ooh. I was like, therapist. Um, <clears throat> I was like, it was brief. And I'm not saying I'm planning to commit suicide. But there was like thoughts of, mm-hmm. what's the point? I haven't had one of those in a long time. Like probably not since high school or mm-hmm. college probably. Um and yeah, so it was just a rough month. But, you know, I submitted my essay, I finished it, and I was accepted like two weeks later. You so sure were. Yeah, so quick. I'm going to grad school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting earlier than I even wanted to. I'm starting a week from yesterday. Um, yeah. I, was, I was planning on starting in June, but now it's April because I misunderstood some their summer session situation. Yeah. Which is okay. Um, it's okay. Listen, you're getting, you're getting back into the reading of things. Uh, at a collegiate level now, so graduate level, graduate level. Sorry, not even undergrad, because it's so funny too now. Because how like grads look at undergrads, that it's like undergrad, you could fuck around. Yeah, <laughs> grad school is the real deal, though. It's like, but that's what we're told in high school, right? Where it's like, when you a go to college. undergrad, that's like the real deal. High school, this is just the bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be pursuing something I'm genuinely interested in. Yeah, I love that for you because. The reason I became an English creative writing major was because I would graduate on time. That's yeah. the only reason I chose English. Yeah. I hated oh God, reading. Yeah. I hated reading growing up in high school. I was much more of a math science person. Well, it wasn't fun. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. That's why I even chose creative writing reading. as well because I didn't have to read much. I just have to. I all I had to do was just write. Yeah, even as someone and that loves reading, a it decent was, writer. It was a lot. Um, although, yeah, when it came to math and science, I was like. Science, actually, I was more, listen, I mean, it might be shocking. I was in some AP biology classes and things, which is, you know. Yeah, science I, is different than math. I can, I, yeah, I, I can memorize things for a test. Chemistry probably wasn't <clears> your strong suit. Um, you know, I don't remember getting any bad grades, but I do think that uh, you can, you know, recently I found my college transcript. I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast, but I found my college transcript. <laughs> I showed it to Keith and it was like, you know, all these classes, and I did pretty well. It was a lot of A's, and then it got to math. It's only class in the entirety of college, and it was like C plus <laughs> or C or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, so clearly you see the class that I didn't want to go to, and that I just showed up for the final, and we made it through. But, yeah. Think you would have gotten a B if you showed up? Maybe. That was, you know, it was my first year of college, and uh, the first year there were no, like, requirements for attendance it was weird i don't know why they did they trusted us or something i mean that's how college for some of my classes most of my classes were like you could miss three and then yeah it was like a problem um but i remember hearing that about college where it's like i guess depends on the college Mm -hmm. or maybe the times we're in but i think it used to be that you didn't have to go to class yeah maybe because you're an adult now, and it's up to you to decide what you, yeah. if you're genuinely interested in So doing you're going it. back to school. So yeah, I'm starting school April 26th, and I get my second Pfizer shot the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, during this time, we've been getting vaccinated. Yeah, we both, well, you're completely vaxxed now. Yeah, pretty much, just got a bruise How's my your arm, arm feeling? Better? It feels okay. It, uh, you know, listen... I, I was going to wait a while. I said this on Instagram. I was like, I was going to wait a while, let it run through some more people. 
you know, let, let everyone else do it because I didn't have it necessarily where I needed to be. With the, the food tasters. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> the food testers just let it Just let it settle a little bit. Give it a little bit more time because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, ner- I'm nervous about new stuff. I'm nervous about, you know, I'm nervous about a lot of things, especially when it comes to medical stuff. And, um, but, but, um, I, and, and I'm, and I also am not, you know, someone that thinks everyone needs to do anything, but I, I made the choice because I, I don't, I would like less reasons potentially for me to end up in a hospital with my experiences with them. And, uh, and going back to the Midwest, I know I'll be around a lot of people and, um, you know, just a choice I made for myself, but I didn't have any kind of reaction I didn't get sick or anything. The only thing I've had is my arm swells up. Yeah, your arm gets swollen. And I'm waiting for like a week after, a week after I got vaccinated, my, the same spot swelled up again the first mm-hmm. round. So I'm waiting for that on the second one because the, this one was a rough one for the arm for sure. It was yeah. felt like itchy and like it was just a big boy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot. I'm trying to ice it and uh, play Breath of the Wild. Which I also I also got into during oh, this yeah, time. Oh yeah, that's something you got into. I got into. Listen, I just want. Okay, let me break down for you how quickly, how long I can go without doing something, but then how quickly when it happens, it happens. So you've been playing this game for a long time. I mean, the game is four years old. Yeah, I've been listening to these little sounds in your bedroom for a long time. Yeah, and yeah, I was playing in my room for a while, but then I got the big TV. Oh yeah, then Daddy that got the big the TV. Yeah, Daddy got like a sixty-four a inch TV. Inch there was like a deal at Target. Vizio, not Vizio. Yeah, I walked in. It was the like Roku, the last one, 4K. the last day of the deal, and it was weird because Keith came in. He was like, "Do you want to go to Target today?" Keith never asked if I, I want to go to really. Target. Never in the mood to do that. And so, but we went, and there was this TV, and. Magically, we made it fit in my car. Uh, yeah, well, that first was an we brought experience. my car and it would not fit. <laughs> it was an so I was like, "Fuck, we gotta go get your car." So at that point, I was like, yeah, "It worked." Tons of boxes in your car. Oh god, I had Jesus so many boxes. Cassim so gave me a ton of boxes. boxes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but then it worked out, and so you know, I just I view it as the Lord. <laughs> you know, um, the Lord sprinkled that idea into your head, and then made it possible for us to bring it home. And now we have this big ass TV, and all those noises you heard me doing. <sighs> Came outside. You then saw me doing. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching the scooping, and I was watching and the glowy, and it was pretty, mm-hmm. and, I, and you were sailing around in the air, and I was like, all right. And then I, I don't remember exactly, <laughs> it's all a blur, kind of the beginning of it, but... Well, then you created a, an account on my Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I sat down. you started your own game. I sat down, and then you kind of walked me through a bunch of things that, you know, as, every time I learn a new video game, it's like me... <laughs> me shitting all over why is it like this but also like and like yelling at the screen as i'm trying to figure it out um but it was very delightful i think keith should be like a consultant that you pay to come in and like walk you through the beginning of you learning the <laughs> video game because if i had to read all of that stuff i probably never would have played this game but because i had someone that was like no it's you know if you need this it's you, whatever and I could kind of map that out in my mind. It made getting into the game much easier. But I played it for like two days. And then I was like, well, I guess I have to get a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I just sat here for hours it all night. Hard, yeah. And I ended up, well, I ended up getting a Nintendo Switch, which is got the Switch. Hilarious. We spent a day tracking one down. Yeah, we sure did. It started off as what was going to be a quick Target trip. <laughs> Which then turned into a Best yeah. Buy. And then we went then to Burbank, and then Outback was involved. And Outback then, you was know, involved. I mean, at that point, yeah, it was a full full Sunday. It was a full. It was a full um, Sunday. It, you know, it was uh, it was delightful. And now I have the. And then you discovered the what? joy of the little screen. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I've been playing on the little, the little boy. Because you can play on the TV or when you're. Yeah. Well, I I'll be real with you. Mm -hmm. The colors of the ones that you can't take apart and put on the TV. The colors of the the one you can't take apart. They know what I'm talking about. Those were those were the ones that I would have wanted. But the because I could connect this one. Yeah, because I could connect this one to the TV. You know, you get it. Now it makes <laughs> I don't. sense. I now don't. Because you understand how talking to you sometimes Listen, <laughs> is I'm, a puzzle within a puzzle. Listen, baby boy. <laughs> listen, baby boy. I'm preparing you for school. I'm trying to get mm-hmm. these little these little no. wrinkles in your brain. No, no. My, my schoolmates nah. are going to be well articulated. Yeah, listen. <laughs> listen. Pre-thought I'm, out before um, speaking. <laughs> you think. Listen, I, I'm here helping you make connections in your mind palace, okay? I think you might so. be a good example of a client I might have at some point. Uh, I don't know about a schoolmate. You girl, know you saying? might be a client of mine at some point. Listen, so I love the color of the the lights. They speak to me, but um, lights. Okay, I, yep. but I, you know, I envisioned that it might be nice to have the option of playing it on a TV. Oh, so and I've been quite screen, enjoying right? uh, on the big screen. Yeah, I've never played a game. I don't think I've ever played video games on a screen this big before. And like playing Zelda for the first time was like oh it'll ruin you. The and now you're more, on Skyrim. The, the incredible amount of more detail I can see. It's beautiful. And then yeah, I'm playing Skyrim I'm in on it. my Xbox, which looks real great. You ever you ever get a little high and put on the mood lighting and some jazz music and like or like uh, throw put, up some Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you ever, yeah. Do you ever get high? Put on some mood lighting. Put on a little lo-fi beats. Lo-fi That's beats. That's exactly what I need. And then sit in a chair closer to the tv than you should like you're fucking five years old watching cartoons and play breath of the wild because that's what i've been doing the past two months which is why you haven't had a podcast <laughs> girl we've been you've been i'm so happy that you're into the game yeah i'm into it and that you bought you won't even bought a switch and i'm trying to get her look guys i'm not saying this game is my cup of tea it's clearly not my cup of tea i even watched a review of it recently what game he confirmed for me that I don't think I would like it. Uh, but I think you would probably very much like Animal Crossing. Uh, uh, Animal Crossing. I played a little. I've dibble dabbled in Animal Crossing. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think I play it somewhere on something. Because I think maybe there's like an online free version. There's a phone app version. Oh, maybe that's what I did. I did something for a second and then I was like, this is too much. And then I Yeah, I mean, out. the phone app was like... It, Forces you to pay to play, basically. Yeah. I mean, I played Farm. I played game. Farmville back in the day, so I, I was, you know, I got to experience the joy of that. I just don't think it would be. It's not for me. No, I mean, listen, don't close yourself off but to it. But it's cute. Don't close yourself off to it. It's a game. I'll Girl, play it. Yeah, you're playing. I won't buy it. That's oh, the difference. Fair, fair. Well, maybe if I'll... you gift it to me, or if yeah. it happens to fall into my lap, <laughs> then you'll play a little bit. I'll play it, but I'm not shedding shelling out sixty dollars. Okay. For uh, yeah, I'm judging it. Fuck yeah, it. you are. Hey, listen, fucking judgmental ass gamers. That's your next. Hey, that's your look, next. It's podcast. no breath of the wild. I'm allowed to judge. I mean, not everything has to be breath of the wild. Breath of the Doesn't wild mean I'm is right. It just means I'm judging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> correct. <laughs> it is. Um, I'm right for me. Yeah. And listen, one day that little shell might get cracked open, and Animal Crossing wanders inside. 
I don't know if there's any other game. Well, every game that I would want that's Nintendo related doesn't fucking exist. I have a bone to pick with Nintendo. I don't know much about it, to be fair. But as Nintendo a kid that grew is up in the, the different Well, let me talk some shit. Because as a kid that grew up in the eighties stands apart from the other. Right. So I've had the Nintendo systems growing up, the Super yeah. Nintendo. Obviously I, I, I dipped out the <laughs> went, Yeah, went to yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, I've missed that thing every day. It was so ridiculous. It was basically me trying to do this, like in a smaller <laughs> yeah, version as a child. Um, 100 by 100 pixels. Yeah, exactly. Just, oh, what, God, that bubbly glass. Oh, what a horrible, I loved it. Um, but there are games that I remember that I want that don't seem to exist easily to be downloaded on the platform of Nintendo. And my issue is... like... What? You're in the Nintendo of Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? Where is my Kirby game? Where is my little mermaid oh, bubble game? Where, oh, you're talking about the Where NES. is Mario and the Five Golden Coins? Where are my Game Boy games? You know, because well, that's what I spent so much of my time as a child walking around playing. It was a little fucking, oh my God. I just had the whole pack taking with, oh God. My brother and I would fight. We'd have to get multiple versions of a game because, you know. Can't just can't. Um, There's a Barbie Game Boy game I remember playing a lot. Oh, I never played that one. I would I would steal it from my sister. It's one of my sister's few games. Yeah. Luigi had a Game Boy. Yeah. Because I think we couldn't share. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it's like the little flip. We down literally would have to get like if we both. I'll never forget. We both had this the five CD. I talk about five more often than I really need to. And this is a Scorpio child and an Aries child. Just so you know, uh, I scratched mine. And <laughs> I know exactly what you did. And so I, I remember, I remember, too. yeah, I remember being on like a little road trip in the back with a little thing with the CDs. He has his and mine. And I remember sliding mine out, putting it in that space oh. and taking his, <laughs> putting it back over in my CD player. And uh, I don't know if he, it. I don't know if he knows that I did that or if he really cared, but it's fine. I mean, to be fair, I would have been committed to the lie. So if he would have, I probably would have gaslit him for sure. Been like, where'd this scratch? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And then I moved on with my life. But you know, that's fine because one year he got, did I get the Chubbawamba CD or he got the Chubbawamba CD? Someone got upset about a Chubbawamba CD and it was probably me. And St. Christmas didn't hit as hard as. I get up again and never go to make me down. <laughs> you know, anyway. God, I remember that Jumbo Wumba CD. Speaking in I'm like the speaking only in good code. song on that it was, album. Oh my I God. I listen to the rest of the album. When I tell maybe you. Maybe it was just a single I had with like a B-side or something. Okay, so here's, here's something. This is a rough thought. I haven't really thought this through, but this is. Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being so mean to me today? I'm not being mean. God, damn. I'm I'm doing I'm dragging. Is that yeah? You like, are you are dragging. Well, listen, I'm not I'm not signing up for this session. All right. Um, so when we were younger, and I mean, so much of this has changed just in the past 15, 20 years, right? Like I remember even starting music and making CDs, and now I'm like, if I made another album, I don't think I would really make CDs. Like, no, who's listening to CDs, right? Oh, yeah. It would be like records and down, digital downloads. So. When we were younger, you had to buy a CD, 
fully. Like you couldn't, you know, there was no singles you could download. There was no, it was like you had to buy the CD and pray and hope there was, there was more than one song you would like. And oh, I can't yeah, tell yeah. you how many albums I bought that I think I forced myself to like at least two or three of the songs because the $20 or whatever it cost to get that album was so upsetting for that single, for that one single. Are CDs that expensive? Yeah. Wow. They were. They were like 15 to 20 bucks, I feel like, unless you went to like a discount place. Um, you have to like go in it to like break open that plastic shield around it. Oh, is it? about Spotify. <laughs> oh yeah, we make sense. Nothing. Um, the guy from Eve Six shits on Spotify. All but time. that's the thing is like you kind of it was it was like clickbait, right? It was like you got in with a single and then you get to the album and none of the music would sound like that or like it would be you know which again you learn about artists that, that way. That was the pain of liking music back in yes, the day. Yes, there was a, it was a bittersweetness it to it. It was like, oh, I like this one song. But oh. I got to skip these six songs what, to get back. It's what separate, <laughs> but then when you do find that one band with a, not just the one good single, but a good album, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a special band. Yes. And you probably held on to more to that band than I did. all the other one-hit wonders. That's a majority of I did. all musicians my, yeah, have my, a hit and then they disappear. I mean, but now, so now as now that I'm older, right? Although what is it about hit more these days? I, there's like, as a, I feel this both as a musician and as a listener, there's this sort of, um, you know, amongst musicians, I will say particularly, there's this, uh, you, you make an album and there's a story that you're telling and there's an order and there's a way that you want them to go through the album, right? But we're living in an age now where people yeah, can like I'm go around and shuffle. I hate shuffling. Well, I see I'm on the opposite end where it's like I, as an artist. I do it now, but I. As an artist, I do love the idea of like telling a story. Like I do think there are some like albums where it's just like, I mean, I, this is the one of the most recent examples, but like I remember listening to Beyonce Lemonade and like, I was like, yeah. yes, this the way this flows into each song and each story, I, w I would want to listen to this in order. Um, but. As someone who grew up being forced to like listen through albums just to get to the one that I wanted, I quite enjoy making playlists of just like the songs that I like or um, skipping around. I I'm finding that I don't even really know the artists that I'm listening to the way that I used to. Like I feel like when I was younger, I used to have like a list of these are the people that I listen to and I enjoy. And now I'm like, wait, I got to go to my Spotify and then just pick up my most recent listen songs and half the time I don't even know who the artists are. I just know I like the song. Yeah. So it's a different, it's a different experience, um, which is both like as a musician, uh, I guess it could be is irritating if you want to make a big piece of art that people listen to in a certain way. It's also exciting for me because I'm like, oh, I don't have to always tell like a huge arcing story on an album. Like mm -hmm. I can just write a bunch of songs that I like for this time and put it together. And there's like something for everyone. Um, but I will say that I, I, you know, the influence of growing up and, and having to pay that much money and only having one song you liked and not being able to do anything about it, just having like, this is now in my arsenal. This is now in my car to listen to. And I know that three and six are good, but everything else I hate. Yeah. Well, that's like, I mean, our playlists back in the day were mixed CDs. Yeah. Where you would just create your own CD mm -hmm. of random songs from random albums and you just put I'd it all to, together. Go to Media Play and I would buy those big ass blank CD things of just like and one after the other, burn mixtapes and and put in like try to store things on them. And I mean, I, again, I think I was a bit of a snob. Yeah. Shock. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You I weren't mean, doing that? I, I have a, I have appreciation for playlists now, even Dua Lipa. Yeah. Who's been like the artist of the pandemic for me. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't love all of her songs, so I created like, as I listen to her, then, you know, I just... Make the ones you want. The songs I do like, I add it to like my own separate Dua Lipa favorites mm-hmm. playlist. Yeah. I like her newer stuff much better. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But, you know, back then I was like... But also, <laughs> I only would buy albums from, you know, we were snobs, so we were like metalhead, like we needed musicians to write their own music, to play their own oh, instruments. Oh gosh, yeah. And like... Oh, I would have died because I listened to pop you music. You know, we were into, <laughs> yeah, we weren't into pop music, yeah. so to speak. I mean, look, we liked popular rock yeah, music. Yeah, I was going to say, it's Three, metal pop. Three years down back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, we would sit down and just listen to an album from like beginning to end in order. Because mm-hmm. at least the bands we listened to, we felt that they did it intentionally. For there was you to an intention to. behind mm-hmm. the order of their songs. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll and always be a, that a, a, flaw, a flow designed mm-hmm. so that it, there's an emotional journey to take on the album. Mm-hmm. But also, I get that there's a time and a place for like sitting down and like trying to listen to an album versus just throwing on some background music. Mm-hmm. And that's the lack. Of, that's something I couldn't see back then. Was yeah. just like, oh, people can just throw on music in the background. It doesn't have to be like every time I listen to music, I have to give my hundred percent attention and like focus yeah. and like pay attention to the intro instrumentation and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. I think I was definitely like when I when I think back to like burning CDs and making things like that, which I wasn't doing for anyone I else. I, I was doing for myself. CDs. It was a lot of like, I had a lot of CDs. It was a lot of like taking CDs. the ones that I wanted. Like if I were going to go on vacation or I were going to go like, if I were going to like visit family or something and I didn't want to take like 300 CDs, it was so much easier to have like five mixed CDs of like just my faves. Um, but I also think like as a fan vitter, when I started doing fan videos and online stuff, I started finding so much music where I would hear a song by an artist and maybe I had like a couple songs, but wasn't super into the rest of it. And so instead of having to like take it all, I would just kind of like take it, take what I wanted, um, and then have like this very eclectic sort of. I mean, it was everything. It was a lot of pop and Broadway and rent. There was some rent, um, <laughs> but I also went. I mean, we went through a phase here where we were like listening to like old alternative music and stuff that we were listening to as a kid. I mean, I know so many lyrics to like old Smash Mouth music and. And Lincoln Park, and I feel like every six months uh, to twelve months we do like a yeah a go YouTube, back in time. <laughs> let's dive into the '90s music, yeah, alternative '90s music. I love Duncan Sheik. I still unabashedly, and I never listened to a full album. Couldn't tell you a song. Like barely that. breathing. I mean that Sing song. It real quick. And I'm barely breathing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I so I do know that song. I just don't know artists or the song I names. I think a lot of them too. I know because I used to watch a lot of like the VH1, like I yeah. love the '90s Countdowns. or uh, the Countdowns, all of that, the TRLs, all of that stuff. Pop I watched up when video. I was young. Pop up video. I loved Remember pop, pop up, up video. video. I do. A little behind the scenes. It was a good time, man. Um, and all of that stuff will and is being recreated on the internet. So. You know, we'll, I'm sure we'll see a Same TikTok shit, version of that. Ways, we'll yeah. see. Um, but I. Oh my God, I will shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a behind well, the scenes on a five second TikTok. Listen, pre- <laughs> prepare yourself because the they're already. Of this is, background was originally bought. They're already. <laughs> the girl, they already do behind the scenes for their TikToks. I mean, I get it for like the complicated ones that show you how to oh, do it. Yeah, but yeah. the ones where it's just like. 
creating I could just see them being like, you know, at this time, this 14-year-old was going through, you know, something. And that's why she put this on her wall behind her. Yeah. Are we getting everything dropped off today? I don't don't think I even ordered anything. I ordered a book for my class, the uh, DSM-5. Oh, there you go. The Bible. The Bible. Um, Yeah, girl. That I hope is the right book that I got. (laughs) I hope it's the right one. Oh my God. When I flash back to like having to buy books for school and then at the end of the semester trying to like sell them back and you'd be like, you paid $230 for a book and they'd be like, we'll give you $20 credit. <laughs> and you're like, I will die with this book then. <laughs> Look, there's no reason. So they want you to keep the book. They do want you to keep, but, but, no, well, know. yeah, they want I you to, don't. yeah, they want, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, they're making a profit off of it, but. I don't need this $230 book for this course. I remember course. I'm the never kids even... who would, I guess Amazon must have existed back then, but it was a book, mm-hmm. probably just books back then. But I remember like fellow students being like, yeah, I just got my book on Amazon for like half the price. And I, and I remember thinking, oh, here we go. That's so risky. How do you know? What if they know how, if it, what if it's the wrong, well, for, yeah, because sometimes it wouldn't be the right version, right? The right, right? edition, right? Or yeah, so the pages are different. Sometimes the pages would be, and like that would be like, I would get in so much trouble by my <laughs> professor. It's like I have to get the book at my school, from my school bookstore. <laughs> and now I look back and be like, dude, you should oh, definitely. Jesus Christ, yeah. Have gone, outsourced your fucking books. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean again, a- I was blessed, or I was lucky with my dad's. It's a whole, it's a whole different thing. I mean, now you can get books from so many places now. Like there were, there weren't really like eBooks and stuff like that, that I remember downloading as easily as you do now. Girl, are you okay? You got very excited about realizing whatever the package is outside. (gasps) Oh, I got food. I've been, listen, this is not a sponsored thing. And I don't think I even have a, a affiliate link because I don't think they give them for Blue Apron, but, um, I've been enjoying Blue Apron lately because I, uh, you know, how many, how many groceries can rot when you don't get to them in time or you don't know what you want to make with them. Um, and so getting something that is like, hey, we give you exactly what you need. Here are the instructions. It takes like 20 minutes. It's delightful. Uh, yesterday I made some kind of like steak gnocchi. Um, I didn't have green beans uh, because I waited too long that they went bad, but now I, I had a, we call it butter dick <laughs> in this house for years. We've just described it as smelling like butter dick, whatever that smells like. Um, but you may call them, um, I'm trying to think of the word now because I've ruined my own language. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Girl, what are you doing? Oh. The DSM-5. Yeah. I just want to make sure it's the right one. Because, you know, my attention span. Yeah. Go on. Oh, that's That was pretty much it. I was just talking about the magic of Blue Apron that I've been using recently. Yeah, I think when I can afford that again. Yeah. Because someone's moving out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which we've already announced, right? We're I don't... Right. Yeah, probably. Um, but I guess I could talk about that now. Look, It's like an ASMR podcast, girl. Yeah, girl All I'm these just, little... I'm just leading you down. Yeah, thank you. Like a horse um, to water, girl. So Keith is going back to school, and I am moving out of Los Angeles. Um, that's, a, that's a thick boy. <laughs> Look at it, that. girl. Look at that. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual color. of Mental Disorders, 5th yeah, edition. Girl. You're going to go through that and diagnose yourself with everything in it. <laughs> it's, it's the beginning of psychology. Uh, that's a nice looking book, girl. Book 
Um, book covers. Sorry, go on. Anyway, so I'm moving, um, which is, it's so, it's so interesting because, you know, I mean, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. So I remember years ago when Keith was going to move and I was very upset about it. I was very sad. When and I was going to move? Remember when you used to talk about how you always, you were always talking and slash joking, but it's kind of serious about moving. You don't remember this? No. Oh, you used to always, you were like, I'm going to leave. Like, I'm like, like you sort oh, of. Oh, well, yeah, at some to point. Like, yeah, I was going to move out. Yeah, but you were going to move out. The, I imagine that you were going to move out way before I did, because in my, I had already started planning out what I was going to do with your room. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, I would say that if I was happy at my last job. Yeah. And obviously stayed with it. I don't think I'd be living here. Yeah, no, you probably wouldn't have gotten your own apartment. For sure. But, you know, life throws you curveballs. Sometimes those (laughs) curveballs. And now you're the one leaving me here. (laughs) (laughs) The winds change, bitch. (laughs) I'm so glad this is the right book. Um, Yeah, I I did. I originally, for a while there, yeah, because you had a job that was paying you a little bit more that I didn't know how long you were going to be with. I I, I figured you would eventually move out. And there was, I had a lot of those feelings of like, I just don't know how I'm going to, even though this, where we live is the cheapest place I've ever heard of in Los Angeles currently, because we stayed in it for nine years. Um, There was that part of me that was like, even at the cheapest, I'm freaked out about paying for it because I don't, I, 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 I mean, it's twice what I've been paying. So, um, which yeah, is going to be that regardless now that I'm moving, but, um, yeah, I was, and, and also, you know, we've, it, if you've ever lived with a roommate that you just didn't get along with, it is the worst experience. It's so hard to be in your space sometimes, at least when I was younger. These, I'm talking about younger experiences. Um, but like, it, it just, I didn't want to go through that again. So the idea of like having to find someone else to live with or yeah, all I of that. Had to, I mean, I don't know if you had to, but yeah, probably would have had to get a new roommate. Yeah, or new life. Um, but yeah, I, rem- I remember those being tricks. sort of things that made me sad. And also, like, you know, again, we lived together so well that uh, it, going through that and finding someone else that I trusted, especially with Margo and stuff like that, was a whole thing. But yeah, I, was my, I was talking to my parents yesterday about, like, potentially getting a new roommate mm-hmm. and uh, the positives and the negatives that can come with that, you know? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's good and bad. And um but yeah, we've yeah we're 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 parting ways, beans. Maybe you gotta keep yeah. the podcast for the next roommate, so it's just like a oh continuous. This podcast belongs to this apartment, <laughs> not any one person. Um, That'd be funny. That would be funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, long maybe. story long story short, I guess yeah, I'm moving. Uh, yesterday, I booked the movers and the little U pack. And I was putting that off for a, for a while because truly there's no rush for me to leave. I could stay here and you're going back to school. This Bonnie is so fucking cute and I just love <coughs> cuddling her. Yeah. Um, but I have the opportunity to go home and save some money for a few months and then, and then yeah. try a different city, uh, which I'm, I'm nervous about because I don't really have. Going to live next to Christy. Oh yeah. Christy's there. Um, what are you looking at? But I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really have like a big support system out there, or like a bunch of friends or anything like that. And so it's definitely starting over in a lot of ways. And like, you know, I'm making new friends again. That's how I feel out here. I feel like 
you're the last person here that I've been close to. Yeah. Like everyone else has left, although some people may be coming back. We don't know. Never know. Um, so yeah, I feel similarly in terms of, I still have some friends here. I'm sure you got some friends at home. No. Um, and family, <laughs> whether or not you want to. <laughs> Truly no. Well. Not to ruin, I don't want to ruin your speech. Continue, continue, continue. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm just saying I share a similar sense of, especially when I'm high. I'm like, oh, mm. I'm going to be alone. <laughs> yeah, that's when I start to spiral. And I'm like, I'm glad I have a little puppy. Oh, I'm so glad you have that And puppy. I'm going to meet people in school. And You are. You know, we're still in a pandemic. We're coming out of it, but we're still sort of enshrouded by it. Um, yeah. And I'm... St- so I'm it'll st- be all right. Yeah. And I'm still around, you know. We, yeah. You know, um, listen, I will be coming back to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, that little That little pup. Needs to be cuddled by her mama. So, you know, her t- even if it was just her first mama. I'm going to redo this whole place. Are you, girl? No. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to do exactly. some things. But also, it's like, I'm out of savings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting graduate school, so, you know. Yeah. Spending is going to be limited to what I need. Yeah. Oh, that's the one thing I'm not looking forward to is, like, going back to a college financial situation yeah having coming from a job that paid a lot yeah where maybe that was bad for me maybe i got spoiled it's possible too much postmates i order now yeah i mean yeah girl i've never you know i've i've been riding the wave of artistry for a while so it's like it's never been a consistent like i have a paycheck coming in but the time the time doing it (laughs) (laughs) Um, you the know, certainty. Well, I, th- I, th- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's well, a, some people just more no, it comfortable is, with it. Yeah, no, it is. I uh, know, I and I understand. And even being in it, I'm not always comfortable with it because it's not. It wasn't really the plan. But I think for me, I'm just like part of me making art is me living and and figuring out who I am. That's a big part of it. And there are going to be times where it's not easy or it's not clear and there me I've just like accepted that I'm going to always not always but you know you you work to sort of survive to make the things that you want to make and so I've been very lucky to do that and to take on a lot of random jobs and gigs yeah, and, and it adds up and <laughs> what I was gonna say the thing you do oh, yeah. currently. Yeah. Well, that's under NDA. So. Which, yeah, yeah, that's why I wasn't yeah, sure yeah, if I should yeah. bring it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to drop. But, yeah, but, I mean, so, so, yeah, things like, there's some things that I do, like, consulting stuff that, like, you know, yeah. maybe I'll get, like, a few months of not having to really do anything else, and, like, I can just focus on that, and that's nice. Um, but, yeah, when I go to Chicago, I mean, it's truly open. I'm, like, I understand that I could totally. Do you not know anybody in Chicago? I have, like, a few. I did feel like you would end up in New York. Did you? I mean, you always talked about New York. No, I do. You like would New York fly York. back and forth. I did a yeah. few times. There was a period where you would. Yeah, I was there a lot. Travel to New York. Yeah, I would just go stay with Akila. And Akila's going back. I feel like you know people point, there. I mean, so. it's the other YouTuber city. I feel like you it know is. what I mean. I mean, some argue the original <laughs> YouTube city because seven Casey eight nine Nys- bitches. Casey Neistat just tweeting out the other day. I gotta go back to New York. 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 And I'm like. I think some of these East Coast YouTubers are not, uh, they're going back at some point. Cause <laughs> um, 
But yeah, New York was definitely. I mean, New York is a place I love. I love to go perform there. I've I have a lot of I have friends there that I go visit now. Darren and Ava are there. Um, but it's still just too expensive for me. Like mm. I was able to make LA work for this long, really because well, because I had a roommate was a yeah. big portion of that. Like. Uh, in a steady sort of living situation that definitely helped Yeah, a place where like Margot could be when I was traveling to say yes to some of these things very like cannot undermine that at all. Like that was the biggest part of it. Um, and then also just, you know, you take little gigs and you meet friends at parties and they think of you for things and then, yeah, all of that. Um, I'm getting off track. But anyway, yeah, New York's still too expensive for me. I just can't justify paying like $2,000 for like a studio. A yeah. If even that. Um, and Chicago... That's part of living in New York. It is. Oh, well, then again, you're not... Well... It is. I was and say, it could be. Listen, uh, New York's, never, a, I think, a city where people don't spend a lot of their time at home. Yeah, see, and yeah. I... And I um, I mean, again, who knows who we will be after the pandemic? Sure, after a yeah. year straight of being inside, maybe I go to Chicago, which is where I'm going. I don't know if I mentioned that, but in the middle of winter, and at some point in the middle of winter, probably because that's probably I imagine that's when the prices are the you're best. You decide to go for a walk for the first time in the middle of winter. <laughs> and it's going to be on. And you're going to be like never again. Oh yeah, no, I'll be booking a flight back instantly <laughs> the minute that first that first snow comes. Because truly, I get a little cold in here, and I'm like, oh, I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm chilly right now. It's a dry dude. cold, okay. It's <laughs> it, it, it hits harder here, okay? Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so, you know, maybe so maybe in the mm. next chapter of this life, I'll be, like, really... I mean, I was social and outgoing when we first moved here, but, like, you know, going you out to do... I was here. out things at all the time. And so then I it's think... Like party central. I, I think I did so much of that, then then I needed the two years of, like, not yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I'm considering getting back into music stuff, too, so I know that that world, you know, that's, like, open mics and going to shows and late nights and... Preparing for that and and seeing like how can I in all aspects whatever it is I end up doing if I if I go to Chicago and I get back into music or I'm just like I feel refreshed and I'm making more YouTube stuff or I'm who knows these skills are transferable to a resume in some kind of way and I get some job somewhere and I'm still making stuff on the side if I want to don't know what it will be but I I am excited to sort of figure out how to create the version of it that I want now mm-hmm. where I am. Um, but I'm still, you know, listen, I'm still going to get another pub. I, yeah, I think I will. I don't think point. you'll survive without Bonnie. Oh no. Thank you. <laughs> I won't. You I barely won't, got Biebs. through without Margo. Although yeah, Biebs, it's in true. your own words, she's becoming a, a, a faded memory. Yeah. Here and it's, there. Yeah. I mean, I miss her, but a little attitude pup. I know a little ghost baby Margo. Um, Oh damn! Just turned on the waterworks right here. Remember that baby? Yeah. She's she a lot so less good. energized than Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie is fucking youthful. I know. <laughs> I mean, listen, Margo was like, oh, like a major heartbreak for me. Oh yeah. It was a big heartbreak, and and the years leading up to it, where that she was, was a moment sick. Of growth, yeah. It was just like so much, even though I was working, I was doing so much that last year, I was doing so many things and I was just like trying to get through, like get through to November, get through to November. And, uh, 2019, the last 20, year before yeah, 2019, yeah, 2019, it was just like, I said yes to so many things. I was trying to work. I was trying to whatever. So I could like take her to the vet and 
Um, yeah. It was just a lot. But I think that, like, yeah, those two years of, like, go, 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 work, 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 but also, like, being, like, heavily upset about her and not really being able to do much about it fucked me up. <laughs> like, yeah. it was really, it was really hard. Anyway, I haven't cried over Margo in a minute. <laughs> Might as well give it to the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she is sort of like... But you got this baby that greets you every morning. I do. I love this little baby. She's so sweet. Yeah, I've become, I've definitely become attached to Bonnie. I think that's, that was also why I was like putting off booking things and like setting a date to leave because I was just like, but I don't want to, I don't want mm. to. Um, knowing what that last week leading up to will feel like of like, you know, knowing oh, I'll have to say goodbye to her, even though again, I can come back and I'm coming back to visit. It's and FaceTime. Like, yeah, but you know it's not it's not the same as cuddling. I mean, you ain't getting those baby. puppy kisses. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm this fucking Chihuahua got me, and I'm mad about <laughs> it. I, that's my favorite thing is that I'm mad about you're it. You're converted now to not fluffy dogs. I'm mad. And you bought a switch. <laughs> I'm mad about it. I hate it. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I could see it's gonna be hard for me not to have a little. Pe- yeah, those eight months without Margo were like rough it was I like the year of the pandemic of right yeah i don't remember much of it um that was about a year ago yeah well yeah. more than a year ago but the yeah, pandemic yeah. was like in full swing about a year ago yeah she passed a few months before shutdown and it was just a lot um to go from having like your best little friend with you all the time to not um but yeah, but Bonnie, Bonnie saved me. Bonnie is the greatest. I love her. She's got a little attitude. I probably love her more too because I don't, I'm, I don't, <laughs> she's not mine. So any of the other stuff that like she's has to learn or unlearn, I, I don't have any part of that. So I just get to enjoy <laughs> the sweetness of like the cuddles <laughs> and uh, not any of the responsibility. I still think I... she's got a little bit of hike Bonnie in her today, girl. Oh. She's been, she's been a little subdued. She's tired. Bonnie. She's so cute. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, we were talking recently and I was like, it's weird because especially in the beginning, it was like, I could still feel Margo here. Like I still like her, if I heard a tippy tap on the floor, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. um, it's still it's like, random. I still had a memory of like where she would sleep on the bed and that is faded. Yeah. But it's been, but now there's Bonnie, you mm-hmm. know, so now I know Bonnie's. So I know that that will continue. I don't know why I'm, I'm so sad. <laughs> it's all right. I will say that I I used to like, w- when she I first got her, you know, I wasn't used to people sleeping, or not people, but I was used to sleeping alone. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, she like will either throw her body up against you <laughs> yeah. or she'll stick her pointy little fucking feet into you. <laughs> and I remember like... Having to adjust to that, where it's like, wow, she's just always going to be like touching me, yeah. And like I wasn't, you know, used to it. And now it's like, th- even this this morning, like she she crawled into under the blankets and laid right up against me, and I felt complete. Yeah. You know that like ah, oh, there she is. Yeah. And there's that feeling now that I once didn't like, but now I feel like I like it. And like, yeah, it's like makes you it's feel like peaceful. it makes me feel good. Yeah, just like a little shot of whatever hormone. Yeah, yeah. Feel Which, good hormones that come through and. She got under the blanket this morning with me and she was like laying against my stomach and she was just warm and it was just like, oh, like that feeling. I was literally like, I'm going to have to get like a heating pad or something and like dissociate so I can imagine. (laughs) She's special. Um, I think you should get a hybrid chihuahua shih tzu girl. Oh my God. A little little bit of both worlds. I, uh, I, what I will say is that 
10 years, Although I can 11 see you years. with like a little chihuahua yeah, 11, in your bag. <laughs> 11 years with Margot. Uh, it was so many things. It was like scary. It was great. It was, you know, um, but it does a number on you. Like that commitment, like knowing how long it can go for. There is that hesitation in me of getting another pet. But I do think that um, I want to foster. Mm. Um, I think that would be a... And knowing me, I will fail at it at some point and end up taking one because I love them so much. But truly now the standard is I need to have the same feelings that I have with Bonnie or Margo. Mm-hmm. Like now I know that like what it what it feels like, what it can be when you really connect with a dog. And so it's not enough to just be, oh, you're cute. Like... Listen, the minute that I get a puppy and I'm, I feel like I'm with Bonnie, Margo, I'm going to be like, oh, I might take this Margo, one. I mean, Margo was a puppy when you got her. But, you mm-hmm. know, Margo was very shy, I feel like, and very scared. She was. She, she couldn't wait to be taken home. Oh, yeah. Bonnie she, came up to right up to us. She rolled right over. She showed us her stomach almost instantly. She was just ready to go. Yeah. She was so and sweet. And that, like, it was an instant connection. But she's turned out to be... Even better. I mean... I mean, those first few weeks, I'm sure you were like, I might have made a fucking mistake because this dog wouldn't wouldn't go go outside. outside. I was afraid to go on a walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. But But she's she's, so much better now. She's so much better and she's comfortable now. Like she's got all her little spots and... Yeah, I mean, I love our little. I love the little she routine of little... like in the morning you wake up and let her out, and she comes in. Every time I go pee, she comes out with me. <laughs> she comes in. and She like she makes she... sure I go into the bathroom, and then once I do, <laughs> she goes right into your room. She literally waits for me to go in and close the door, and then she goes. She's so cute. She jumps up, and then she like looks out the window, and, and yeah, what sometimes... does she do? Does she just like? It depends. Sometimes she goes right to the window. She'll like look at me and then she'll like go right over there. She's and like, like well, good morning, but I gotta look yeah, outside. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes she'll come over and sometimes she'll Give just like kisses. fall asleep. And then yeah, with some every once in a while I'll be like, Morning, Bonnie, good morning. And then once I get the good morning, then she starts looks up. She starts crawling oh, over to me and she crawl. does like the rollover oh, with like the kisses. She's such a mush. <laughs> and then I and then I cuddle her and she's just I mean, I get a full little face bath. She's so cute. But anyway, yeah, long story short, I love her. I'm mad about it. And I'm going to have to come back to L.A. Um, every few months to, to say hi. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the plan. You're going back to school. I'm going uh, back to school. I'll be in school for at least at least two years. Yeah. At most four years. Mm-hmm. It's up to me. I can complete the program at my own pace. Mm-hmm. Both my parents are like, you should do it as quickly as you can. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. uh, I'll work on it. <laughs> I'll do what I can. Yeah, do, yeah, do it at I your like, do it at your pace, the, girl. You know, my last three terms are going to involve practicums where I'll be working but not getting paid on yeah. top of schoolwork, on top of job. part-time job. Yeah, on top of dog. On top of dog and all that stuff, so yeah. But you'll but figure anyway, it out. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a ramp up to it that you're you'll figure out all. My goal is to get out of here in three years, and and then once I graduate and get my degree, then I'll start making money. Yeah. And then where are you and gonna then go, I'll get girl? My license. You gonna stay here in this apartment? You gonna uh, you gonna I'm find a different gonna milk one? this apartment as long as I can. Yeah. And I think the rest will be dictated by my career, probably. Yeah. Nice. Like, you know, if I once I graduate and I get a 
job at a clinic in, I don't know, Atwater Village, mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably want to live closer, closer than farther, you know? Mm-hmm. I could see so that. So I don't know if I would move to that town, but maybe close to it or... Yeah. Be a whole other chapter. I yeah. also am not opposed to like moving to a new city after. Yeah. I mean, if anything this year has proven is that you can't really... You can make a plan, but you have to have an openness in the plan that anything can happen and your mind might change. That's it. I'm, yeah, I know, right? Well, that's I'm also like going to dating right now. It's like, what, you, what is your plan? I think five to ten years, yeah, I hope to just be working and have like having my own private practice, but I'm going to be open to relocating. Yeah. Because I don't think I'd want to raise a family in L.A. Mm-hmm. if I ever get there. Yeah. So, but I have a feeling I might have to start here at least. Yeah. Who knows? And then anything can happen, girl. San Diego or San Francisco. Was, uh, oh, I do like San Diego a lot. Both and of San Francisco. Seem, I, I mean, San Francisco, of course, is the most expensive city. But, you know, <laughs> I'll find a job. <laughs> I'll be making money. Um, my plan is basically I'm just going to follow. Tech I'm going to do what I did oh, here, sure. which is I followed, I followed my gut. When I think back to like moving to LA, there was no, I didn't think, I didn't personally think like, I'm going to make it or like, I want to go and be this thing. It really was, I don't want to go back to Michigan. So I'm open to where I want to go. And I just started paying attention to like how things were lining up. Like I came out to LA for something. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I was like, oh, I can understand this. I visited friends a few times and I was like, oh, right. I had a friend a that I knew, that you, you know, I mean, we were, we were friends, but we still didn't know each other the way we know each other now after mm-hmm. living with each other for this long. And he talked about maybe moving to LA. And so all these things started kind of adding up in my head. And then from there, it was just like, I just had to make the choice. And for me, the minute that you were like, well, I would move to LA. Yeah. I was like, okay, babe, it's I'll find an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's do it. And so. You know, and I think of that choice and there, I didn't ask anyone's opinion. I didn't, you know, I didn't go to my family and say, what do you think? I didn't do any of that. I just sort of was like, yeah, this is the next move and followed my gut and it worked out. And you were in Pennsylvania. I was in Pennsylvania at that time. Yeah, well, and anywhere else seems interesting. Listen, no, no, I loved Pennsylvania. I really did. Um, Being a snob. (laughs) Snobby Keith. Um, yeah, Pennsylvania was, every place that I've lived has had its own thing like that. I felt like I was in a little cocoon. Um, yeah, I think of Pennsylvania, I literally think of running at night, listening to Mac Miller and, um, Margo, (laughs) we were like in an underground sort of apartment where like the windows were on the ground. So Margo could get up on the little edge of the window and sit there and stare out waiting for us to come home. So we'd come back and you just see Margo in the window, (laughs) just waiting to get out. Um, but anyway, that same feeling of like, I just need to go, I just need to jump. I need to, whatever it is, that's drawing me here, like trust it is sort of what I feel with Chicago right now. Yeah. Where it's like, there's just a fascination. The more I learn about it, I'm like, this is interesting. And even though I don't know exactly what You're I'm watching gonna... some vlogs. Yeah. Even though I don't know exactly. Questionable relationships. <laughs> oh my God. We did. We watched one. Remember vlog... that one couple that was oh so. Oh my God. Passive. I don't even know what the we word is. We watched a vlog. See, this <laughs> is what happened. It's so uncomfortable. This is truly, it's its own psychological evaluation in and of itself watching some of these vlogs. We watched this vlog of this girl going to Chicago with some boy. How about we talk about this on the next episode? Okay. Because I feel like we can go for a while because I want to talk some shit too. I also really need to pee. Oh, okay. So how about we end this episode? Okay. And then we'll start right up. Okay. Talking about Chicago vlogs and relationship issues. Okay.
I want to give a shout out to our sponsors for this podcast. One of them being Tessa Violet. Oh my God. Still a sponsor. Tessa Violet. Still speaking a sponsor. Of speaking of, I mean, speaking of New York, we met in New York, now living in Los Angeles. She's not from New York though, is she? Uh, I think I she like is. when I met her, she wasn't from New York. And I think she I'm grew wrong. up in New York, but it might have. Um, oh, Wikipedia there might have been a Portland says. connection. There might have been Portland somewhere in there. Anyway, long story short, uh, Tessa Violet, incredibly successful um, indie pop artist right now. Um, oh my god! Doing like a full. I don't remember if it's it's May something. Check out Tessa Violet not only on Spotify but also on the socials because she's doing like a full on like quarantine performance that's like a one-off thing so um and i know those outfits are going to be great i see the music videos i know there's leotards coming i know sparkles are coming i know it's going to feel like a 1970s fever dream and i'm so excited about it so check out tessa violet we love her very much and um appreciate her so much you're ready to have your mind a little bit blown i would love to have my born chicago illinois who tessa tessa what this bitch got a wikipedia she's got a full-on wikipedia oh my god not sure if it's true, but it says, born in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Violet grew up in Ashland, Oregon. Okay, so there's Oregon. So you had the Oregon or Portland. Mm-hmm. You were close with Portland. And then wow. uh, eventually moved to New York. Well, look, if that's not a fucking sign wanna, to move to Chicago, I don't you- know what is. Okay, I'm going to the origin of Tessa Violet, the, the, the birthplace of. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I've known Tessa for a long time, uh, toured with her, I've watched the, the growth and the progression and very inspired by her. So I uh, check out her music and just her as a person. Also want to give a shout out to some of our $25 Patreon BBs, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez, Delia. Uh, when I think Delia, I think of both the, um, the clothing, uh, catalog as well as Cordelia, mm. um, who, you know, um, Let's rewrite that storyline. Adams, Ricardo, the truth and the light, Barajas. God damn. And we only have a couple ten dollar BBs. Um, but you want to turn on some of that. So <laughs> we just want to give some extra love to Dean Debbie Downer, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, and what Libby Root. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you for supporting the podcast, especially for as long as you all have been supporting the podcast. And though we're coming to an end, um, and these are our last days together, um, remember oh, us Remember song. us fondly and, and follow us to our other projects, whatever they may be, with your dollars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God. I'll have a GoFundMe for my college. <laughs> yeah, Daddy's gonna have a GoFundMe. I have five other podcast ideas that I probably will be re- restarting once I'm bored and alone and in the house, bored and alone, bored uh, with no distraction, and no puppy. Um, I might just end up uh, in Chicago for a year, getting incredibly creative and uh, just giving it one last go before I marry rich. Yeah, <laughs> you want an ambitious man, don't you? Who said man? You know, uh, not certainly not me. Ambitious I'm open. Person. I'm open. I'm open. Um, and so are my pockets and my bank account. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll see the next episode. Uh, gird your loins. Uh, good night. So you can find me, Keith, our crew, and most things. Uh, Megan Tonjes. You can find Megan Tonjes on most things. Good night and good goodbye. Night.